0: Welcome to the family with
1: Packmaster Ralph Doyle MD.
2: Co host Catherine Brandt.
0: And DeBrant Bernard.
2: And Melissa Bernard.
0: And we'll be right back. Hour two. Pat Boone will join us at the end of this hour. Looking forward to that. The crooner. And then we're going to talk about something. It's going to be wonderful. Right after this. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I got to tell you what a thrill it is in life to have a wife that's excited when somebody rips me onto it. I
2: wasn't Thank excited. You. I yes, just, you were. I just, I was like, oh, well, wow, whoa. Well, how
0: did, well, how did you even know?
2: <laughs> because I follow uh, this person, and they follow me.
0: Oh, well, that's cool. Well, like I said, you know, if you're on the air, you're going to have people that can't stand you when that's oh, just the way it well, is. Oh,
2: well, like I but, haven't known this. You've been doing this a long time. Well, it's people just are you relished it be, uh, so much relishing. that, you
0: know, you <laughs> no, loved I just, it so much. To tell much. you
2: the truth, um, since I'm not on Facebook anymore really, like, at all. I don't, I don't even remember the last time I posted something. Um, months. And I don't look at anybody else's stuff anymore. I don't yeah, know. Facebook oh, yeah. just bothers me i don't like it i don't like the people that run it and own it and so i just don't like it anymore so anyway so i'm i try I, I scroll around on twitter a lot just because with all this riding and stuff it really right. and all the crime that's going on it's the only place that you can actually find pretty much what's happening
0: yeah i suppose I suppose that is true, yeah. Wait
1: a minute, Facebook's and the only place you can find out what's happening? No,
2: Twitter is better, I think, at um, some stuff. I mean, obviously they get stuff wrong all the time because somebody like, will report. Like that truck driver and that like, he intentionally tried to kill people on their And like
1: know. in Duluth where, lie, the, where the right the policeman front. got shot in the hand exactly. and, the, and the Twitter was, yeah. oh, the police just shot two young people. But it's interesting because yep. in,
2: at, in, on Twitter you can watch the story develop and find out that it's false. Pretty quickly, where I think other things, it's like it goes on for days. Yeah, I
0: mean, like y- y- the fact that you followed that thread of what an asshole I am—that's <laughs> you know, really nice, of you, Catherine. I was right. going to point that's, that out. I mean, how, it's just phenomenal. How how it's, phenomenal you're a saint for living. Well, with somebody's the, got to bring you down to the ground this. I've said once it in a while. Get down down off line.
2: your high horse, Tommy Bernard. We <laughs>
0: were just talking about this off the air, which I find a little bit on the air too, but I find it fascinating because there are there are a lot of white people in Minnesota, uh, and black people are the ones that first told me this, and I thought about it and said, you're absolutely right, in that I grew up where I grew up. You have to understand something. When I pick on people, it means I like them. See, that's the thing that people do not understand. If I'm always nice to you, it means I don't like you, because I'm trying to keep you at arm's length. That's the way I grew up. That's North Minneapolis. It's not me. It's just, you know, where I grew up. That if you're always nice to someone, if you really like someone in North Minneapolis, where I grew up, my friends, the Laurent brothers, and Andy Fisher, and Greg Lundeen, and Tommy O'Brien, and the Burnhams, and all, you're you were not all. Yeah, once in a while you go, hey man, great to see you. How's everything going? But if you're just hanging out, you were not nice to one another. You would go, yeah, nice shirt. You <laughs> know, that's what you just did, right? You, know, you would needle each other. Why do you think it is that some Minnesotans don't like that? Are they? Are, is it that passive-aggressive thing again, where you always have to be nice to someone, oh, and then let's... behind their back you say what a piece of shit yeah, they what? are?
1: Yeah, did you see the shirt the guy had on? Yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. Right. Yeah.
0: That's see. So you have to understand something. Like, but well, you said Polly said said that I'm, I was mean to Candace or something. Uh, yeah, laughing at her because of something she said about Minneapolis, I no, guess. Once again, Polly, and you're welcome to call in you know, if you want to. Polly, I'll talk to you about it. But, but yeah, if I didn't pick on her, it would mean I don't like her. Now, if I don't know you, I'm going to be nice to you. That's a whole different story. If I don't know you, I'm not going to go, "You're an idiot." You know? <laughs> well, I might. It all depends on it. But no, people, I am beginning to understand what this whole deal is, with the press in the state of Minnesota, just not being big fans of mine, they don't get it. They
2: Well, you've never played the little kiss-ass game. Well, yeah, either. and I
0: won't kiss people's mm-hmm. ass. I just won't do that. Yeah. But you have to understand something. When I'm laughing at Candace or ridiculing Candace making fun of her, it's because I like her. People don't get it. It's just the way I grew up. It's how I
4: am. Well,
2: like I was talking about being a female in Minnesota, it's like you have to it, – it's a strange herd thing. There, It's like if uh, – if, if if a if a group of women like tries to get you in their group, which like I said, they've usually known each other since sixth grade or fifth grade or something, mm-hmm. or even kindergarten, it's like they could have the worst haircut in the world, and if you don't say, "Oh my God, what a cute haircut!" It's, most, it's adorable hair. If they, even right, if they ask right. you, if they say, "What do you? Don't you think this haircut's terrible?" You don't say. You don't agree. You don't. You don't right. say yes. No, it's terrible. Right. You right. say it's. Great! It's fabulous. And then let them, you know, change their hair over time. And then if they ever say, "God, that haircut I had last year was terrible," you never say, "God, it really was." You say, "No, it was so cute. Yeah. You're so cute. Oh, you, you're right. you can yeah. have any haircut. You're so cute. It's, it's you right. have to sit there and just be. Why a, do you? You have to be the. You have to support every and anything." Otherwise you're um, you're mean.
4: Yeah. Just okay. a you're cultural just thing that Meh. happened. Yeah, just, we're, 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 we're just be they're mean. Just be mean to everybody. I am right, always
3: I'm
2: always like, do not ask me for my opinion if you don't want yeah. my opinion.
4: Exactly. Yeah, the way Melissa's family talks to each other. They <laughs> <laughs> <We> kinda <laughs> go after one another a little bit. We never would.
1: No. Really? Yeah.
4: No. You never would what?
1: My Andy's Andy like when we're at our, fam- our family's house my brother will say something to my mom and he just like goes like this Andy does like
0: he <laughs> recoils
4: and in and I'm horror.
1: like I'm like you would never say that to your mother would you and she, he goes no <laughs>
4: like, he'll be talking and she'll interrupt him and he'll be like shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah that's yeah like,
2: <laughs> well but that's how your no family is no joke yeah. it like, doesn't
4: mean anything no like, like, but, but that's, that's just, just how it, it is talk- if I said that to you it would mean a lot it would be different I would
2: have hurt feelings.
4: Exactly. And you'd be
1: very quickly made aware of those hurt feelings.
2: Exactly. Both
1: in a mental state and in a physical yeah. way.
4: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like my my family's oh, very abrupt yeah. with each other.
4: The and right. dynamic the, yeah. the uh, community dynamic Yes. Really, uh, very much determines so. what words mean. Yeah.
2: See, when I grew up, we, we were never like we were never mean to each other, but we were never really nice to each other mm-hmm. either. But everything got discussed. We didn't like not look at the elephant in the room. It yeah. was like we talked about the elephant, you yeah. know. <clears throat> like, but you know, not like like your family talks about the elephant for the rest of time. Yeah. Rest <laughs> of
5: time. Yeah, our, exactly. our
2: family talks rest about the elephant, and then that's done. Mm-hmm. We're done. T- elephant's well, gone, and now we walk forever. away. But
4: yeah, right. but you're forever with the elephants. We do have Polly <laughs> on
0: the line. Polly, what's up, man?
3: Hey, you, you said I should call you.
4: Yeah, no, I, I just uh, want
0: to, because Andy had told me that you were upset that I was, you thought I was picking on Candace or something.
3: Um, Not necessarily picking on her, but dismissing her... Point of view this morning. No, wind um, was good, and, and I'm not. I'm not to trying to be up. <laughs> it was. It wasn't the first hour of the um, of the morning show this morning. We, you guys kind of picked at her a little bit. Then afterwards, it, it got to where you, you came to understanding. But my problem is, is that um, I think about the past all the time. You know, oh, okay. where I grew up, and you do too. Mm-hmm. But the reality is now is these kids right now are living in the present and they have, they have to deal with this stuff, you know? Yeah. I understand this that. This is completely. their reality. This is their childhood. This is their, you know, this is how they're growing up. And I just don't think it's fair to um, dismiss now, what, other people's. What did I dismiss?
0: Cause I don't remember doing it. And I'm very, I don't remember doing it. Probably. What, what do you remember what she said that I dismissed?
3: Um, she said that she felt sorry for, um, Mayor Fry?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't dismissing what she said.
3: Yeah. Well, Well, Mayor Fry's a massive pain in the ass. He's a a shitty leader. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he is, yeah. I mean, you you can't have ours. I mean, we got Mayor Kleiss up here. We got um, Police Chief Blair Anderson. I mean, they're great leaders. Oh, good. You guys can't have them. Yeah, you got it, yeah. Well, she's see, so
0: that, that was wow. more of an attack on Fry than it was on Candace. And look, I understand. You know, I, I do understand your point in that she's she's 29 years old and she's trying to understand what the hell's going on. Whereas I talk quite often about the fact that you know because because I was a nine years old in 1960, I just don't want to see the, the 60s repeated where where our leaders start getting gunned down in the streets. And I I don't like the fact that... Well, it's
3: happening. I know.
0: I know, Pauly, and it's driving me nuts. (laughs) So, no, I really, really like Candace. I hope you do know. And I don't pick on people
3: unless I I like them. I I adore her. She's probably the most powerful woman in the state right now. Candace? When she gets on the radio and starts talking, oh, she's got more power than any senator or anybody else. I I hope so. God, don't tell her I said that. People listen to her. No, they yeah, do. Well, I, I, think, I, think I'll, I think I'll tweet her.
0: <laughs> yeah, tweet her, yeah, tweet her. But no, Polly, um, so I'm glad you called in because, uh, first of all, we were just discussing in the in the in the first hour how I didn't know how different I was from most people in Minnesota. I didn't know that. I just act the way everybody in my neighborhood well, acted. Mm.
3: Exactly, and, I, and when I talked to you yesterday, I told you about I just moved it moved in the St. Cloud here or White Cloud, I guess they call it. White um, <laughs> cloud, they and, do and there's what? and there's every every house, I mean they're they're like we're stacked one on top of another. Yeah. And every house is so different. Every place is unique. And every individual that lives in every one of these houses is a unique individual. Right. And it's 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 so cool. I mean we growing up out in I grew up in a, a little town called Marty. <laughs> Oh, Paulie, could you yeah, do me a favor? Know.
0: Could you hang on for just two minutes? I got to take a break, but hang on, okay? Okay, we'll be right back.
4: LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential.
0: Doc. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Pauly's... So, I've never heard white cloud before, Polly. Why do they call it white cloud? Oops, did we lose Pauly? Uh, Polly. Pauly.
3: There he is. Um- oh, there I you are. It? Okay, good. There you, Can
0: you are. hear me? Yep, I can hear yeah, you. Now.
3: I, I, yeah, we call it white call because
0: um, you know a lot of
3: white people around here. <laughs> well,
0: I suppose that's true. I suppose. No, you said you grew up. You grew up in Marty. Then
3: where's Marty? It's uh, uh, there's like it's kind of between um, Rockville and Kimball. I know that's not really nearing it down, but the closest thing I can say why there there's a ski place called Porter Ridge. Yeah, okay. Um, Yep, I know where that is. On Highway 15. Yeah, so i I could see the I could see the lights from Powder Ridge from my house. Oh, it was powder probably Ridge, that's
2: where Alex had one of her birthday smile. parties.
3: Yeah, Bandy and Alex. I think. Went, yeah, that's uh... where my
0: nephew got a concussion. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Wow. <laughs> That'll work.
3: Good old Powder Ridge. <laughs>
0: yeah, good old, good old yeah. Powder Ridge. You know, it's really interesting.
3: So what I, was, what I was trying to say, what I was trying to say earlier is that um, everybody has a different experience. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up, and um, I just learned this when I moved in the same cloud here and and uh, well know, I've been uh, some treatment places before too. And everybody's experience yeah. is so different. yeah, exactly. and then we always we always we always look at our past to um to think about what to do next. Mm-hmm. but sometimes you just have to look at the present and realize what's going on right now I think it's smart. that's when you. That, that's what you need. Leaders to realize what's going on right now. Not some curly-haired guy that you know wants to cry all the time and stand and screw him. So you agreed fry? with yes. me on the Candace issue in the
0: end, Polly.
3: Well, yeah, pretty much, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was not a big deal. But no, I, Candace, I, I, I do, I do have empathy for him though too, because. I, I'm, I'm looking at it from Candace's point of view mm-hmm. is that she's looking at this leader that's not doing his job. Right. And right. she feels sorry for him and she shouldn't be feeling sorry for a leader. A leader should be a leader. That's correct. She should be up there running the show and, and getting the job done.
2: Yeah. I mean what
3: the hell is going on down there? I yeah, know, they it's took just off terrible.
2: their pull ups and put on their big boy city. pants long ago. Yeah. It's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, yeah, very true. But, so. Paul, yeah, I appreciate you calling back in because, like I said, I, I, people people sometimes get a different impression from me. Like I'm, well, Brian Zep calls it my resting bitch face. He said, You always <laughs> look like you're mad <laughs> at somebody. RBF. And I, it's not intentional, it's just my resting bitch face, I guess. And then I do have that well, deal.
3: Well, I've, I've been going back and watching a bunch of Sopranos episodes, so. Uh,
0: you so know. I remind you of a mafia <laughs> leader. Is that what you're saying? Polly, <laughs> <laughs> in closing, one. I will say this to you, and this is a true. This is true. I have very, very close friends. One of my closest friends in the world is a guy named Kendall Norberg. He grew up out in uh, kind of like the, I guess Robbinsdale, Medicine Lake, kind of the Medicine Lake area out there. And I we have talk, no idea where it is. Eh, it's just west of the little, a little northwest, not directly west, actually, of the Twin Cities. Not that far, but. 10 miles, 15 miles, something like that. But I, we talk gotcha. about, you know, down the, down the road when we retire some year and blah, blah, blah. And I said, so you're going to come over? Because we always vacation in, in, on the east side of Florida. And he said, no, no, I'm not coming uh-huh. over there. And I said, what do you mean you're not coming over there? We've been friends. We're going to hang out when we retire. And he goes, no, I can't do it. I said, why not? And he was very honest. He said, I can't deal with the New Yorkers. I just I, I, They're not my kind of people. Mm-hmm. And see, so meet with me. I get along with them a lot better than I do with Minnesotans. And not all Minnesotans. I get along with a lot of Minnesotans. But some Minnesotans, the really passive-aggressive ones, I'm just not used to that. I'm just used to aggressive. So I get along well with New Yorkers and Bostonians and people from Philadelphia. You know, I get along well with them. And it's just, I guess, what you said. We all had different experiences. It's how I grew up. And I never knew I was different in that way until recently, I guess. Yeah, you have
3: to you have to listen to those, you know, the young people and um, they know what's going on right now. Their experiences are going to shape their future and when they're, you know, an old... Can I swear? Yep. When you're an old fucker like you, (laughs) they can talk about about their experiences too growing up, but right now it's happening to them and they are the ones that are going to make the decision. so just Please, you have a huge platform, and please help these young kids understand that the future depends on on what they do right now, and and, and it's it's so important. No, I, but
0: the points will take my call, Paulie. I will tell you what I, we've got a son here, Andy, thirty three, and our daughter's thirty one, Alex, and I'm scared to death for them. And Candy, Candice would be part of that crowd, twenty nine, thirty one, thirty three, you know. Listen, you're completely yeah, screwed because you're only 25, sense, aren't you? No, I'm
3: 28. You're
1: 28? Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't right
1: know in that range. You old bag. <laughs> old bag. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> well, like I said, you can't be nice to people if you really like them. Ah. Anyway, Pauly, thank you so much for calling. It's great, great <laughs> to call. Thank you. Thanks, See, sir. you're laughing Bye. at that part. I heard you, Pauly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, thank you, sir. Have Bye. a good day. Bye. Yeah. See, that's something I'm, I'm going to have to think about now because I didn't realize I. But I didn't say that it, the South was all racist. I don't know where she, where the other woman got that. I don't.
2: I don't know. Whatever. I just thought, like I said, it was just weird because I don't really follow anybody right. on Twitter that's like a morning show person. No, I actually, see that. your your listeners aren't big on Twitter. They're more Facebook. People. Yeah, I could. See, yeah. Oh, I,
0: I could absolutely see that. Yeah, yeah, and I
2: don't think any of them are on Instagram. Did
0: hardly. you see now <laughs> that all these big corporations like Ben and Jerry's and all that are going after Facebook? They won't advertise
4: on there.
2: Why? I thought that they liked that because kind they
4: won't rep- mute Trump. Twitter did it. Oh, oh, Ben and Jerry's is like one of the most subversive places on. Oh, I won't very, buy their ice cream anymore. They're, they're horrible people. Are they really? Oh, they're
2: God, very yeah. political. Always oh, have are them. They, they well, always I didn't have them.
4: Very political. Oh, yeah. If you. But I had no idea. It's so good. Uh, it's
2: such good ice cream.
4: All you have to do is switch <laughs> a couple of around, and you've got the uh, the clan right there. <laughs> Wait, a well, not even well, kidding. What? Not no. even kidding.
2: Well, they are. They are. They are. They are politically nuts you know they're yes. that you know are they're they?
4: they're way off so the if they could cliff. you know if they could start executing people they would well
0: patagonia they they pulled well, all their advertising off of facebook all these people are pulling their advertising because they won't mute trump they won't do it like twitter did
2: well like i said right now that's just the that's
0: just the way it is, it, it, it,
2: if people are afraid huh. of the mob the mob is screaming yep. this and they have to kowtow, or otherwise they're going to
1: well that's a dangerous thing to be to yes, have your content Really driven by your advertisers, you know, and that that's happening more and more. But did they say, you know, we we just we want this political view not heard, and it's so it's it's Trump now. um, Is it uh, you know Governor Walsh? Is it him next week? You know, we don't want to hear this. This is the person we want to hear. We want to hear this voice, not this voice, and that that is a dangerous bad thing. No, no, you're right. It.
0: You're absolutely. Oh, I
2: agree. Right if you that. can't have an open, intelligent conversation w- on both sides of any topic, then yeah, the w- it's not really something that needs to happen at all because nope. That's just, that is fascism, the way that right? The
3: word for that is fascism. <laughs> exactly.
5: That is it fascism.
0: Is
4: fascism. I know,
2: and they're pushing for fascism, if you ask me. But they apparently are. I'm wrong, somehow. I don't know. It's that's, really do.
4: that's why they call themselves Antifa. They're projecting. Right. They're projecting, yeah. Uh I think I'm going to do a
0: disclaimer at the beginning and the end of every morning show now, going, if I'm always nice to you, it means I don't like you. And then we'll just do the show.
2: We should just drop that little sound bite in every, what, five, six minutes. What? What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) More (laughs) attacks. More attacks. That's all I know. Well,
1: think about it. Not everyone listens to your show right at the beginning. That's that's true. Yeah.
0: That's very true.
2: (laughs) Or the entire time.
0: Or definitely the entire time. Yeah. But, I I mean, part of that whole deal is, you know, when when she used, felt sorry for Fry, I'm like, Fry is creating violence. Fry's, yes.
2: Fry's a little...
0: He, he's, a, he's in it for the money. And now you, you were 28. Candace at 29, Alex at 31, Andy at 33. I am deeply concerned about what your future Mm -hmm. looks like because I remember the 60s, Ralph. Remember the 60s? I remember
1: the 60s. Oh,
0: God, it was horrible.
1: Two words, words, urban decay. And you're going to see that in the worst way. Oh,
0: yeah, Mm -hmm. no doubt about it. Now, the mayor of Seattle did say they're going to tear down. Yeah, maybe
2: uh, in like three days, maybe,
0: maybe. So you could keep kidding. another person got shot.
2: Well, there's been a rape.
0: It's been a rape. Yes. It's been a rape. A rape. And
2: nobody's nobody's Nobody screaming cares. and yelling about this. I, I where why don't women I don't know. leave. Get upset but about I, these things
1: because they don't because I don't, I don't want to get into it because I'm 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 a very, I, I have my strong beliefs as to women do that for a particular reason i don't get into that that's like too mm-hmm. acid
0: well but i'm already married they can't have uh, yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs>
1: they can't have I you. know
0: what happened yeah, there now. you go i was hoping that was the case
2: I'm very confused
0: we'll be right back our very special guest pat boone coming up in just a couple of minutes with the family You know, you used to me of something, Ralph. Uh, when I used to go down to Chicago to do voiceover, Robert Kraft was a good friend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we were sitting one night at a bar, having some drinks, eating a little dinner. And uh, across the street, there was the Moody Bible Institute.
1: Oh, sure, right? sure.
0: You know that, that yeah. is, right? right? Moody Bible Institute. Robert Kraft stands up at the restaurant and goes... Moody Bible Institute. Now he starts singing "Moody River." <laughs> it was phenomenal. Moody Bible Institute. Moody Bible. Yeah. You know what? I want to thank Paulie again for calling back in because you know it's a situation where where he had an opinion and we talked about it and I you know I understand the situation uh, and he he is right in the fact that young people in their twenties and their early thirties. How do you guys even look at this and and breathe? My God, it's got. A, is it frightening? Mm-hmm. Do you think it really is, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
0: it's just so sad. So it, it it's just the '60s again. But I was nine yeah. years old. It, it just. It was terrifying i do remember that i thought well they they killed the president and they killed martin luther king and they killed you know president's
1: brother then they killed martin
0: malcolm x that's right george lincoln rockwell who was a leader of the american nazi but they killed everybody
5: and i just hope
0: it didn't happen again i am glad pat boone is with us how are you sir
5: hello andy glad to be with you i uh i'm not wanting to socially distance from you (laughs) i'm I'm glad to at least be live with you there uh, in Minneapolis. Man, you've been much in the news. And,
4: uh, <laughs> yes, we have. A lot of
5: us listen. A lot of us praying for you. And I tried to huh. do something about it. I really have, because I, yep. I'm just a singer and a songwriter. But I've written other songs in the past that were that were that were aimed at trying to help solve problems. I wrote songs for the military uh, for my country. I've written songs for the police, trying to get people to realize that we absolutely must support the police, not shoot them down and uh, defund them. And, uh, and, and, and I've written civil rights songs of all types. So now I had written this song called Can't We Get Along, inspired by Rodney King during the L.A. riots. Sure. You remember when the, uh, yep, they yep. were tearing L.A. apart? Mm-hmm. He had been beaten up badly by the police. He had been apprehended. He was a criminal, uh, uh, mildly so. He didn't deserve what happened to him, but he did survive. And when he came out to meet the press with the L.A. riot still on, he could have said something very inflammatory Mm -hmm. or defensive. Instead, with a cracked voice, his face still puffy and swollen from the beating, he said, can't we get along? Can't we just be friends? And I cried then, and I wrote the song, and I didn't know what to do with it until two weeks ago. And, uh, and I realized it was it could be a musical bridge to where we're trying to get. And a videographer did an incredible job of building little clips from the news, from television news, where people, black, white, old, young, protesters, police, were trying to actually do what the song is crying for, which is communicate uh hear each other uh express needs to each other and you see police in the video on kneeling with protesters on the ground yep. you see yep. them with their arms raised uh praying you see the little black kid with tears in his eyes and afraid and the black i mean the white policeman is has his arm around him comforting him saying it's going to be okay son and um, and women uh, pleading with police and then reaching out and uh, embracing the policeman, and I mean, you see these things happening. That in the midst of the crisis and the midst mm-hmm. of all the the uh, catastrophe happening, they're realizing these are human beings. We can we can communicate, and and out of that policies can come. Of course, the song is not an answer in itself, but it's it's it is the basic part of an answer. And that is when we realize there's only one race, the human race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, uh, and we are all part of it, and we can all get along, and we can work it out if we have goodwill. Not violence, not burning stores and robbing and looting and, and throwing Molotov cocktails. That is not going to solve anything. Of course, it's going to make it far, far worse, exacerbate. Not many people use the word exacerbate anymore. But I love that I
2: word. use it all the time. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: There you go. Well, Pat, I will tell you that um, I've been a huge supporter of the police and the military for my whole life, and, and very quickly, 30 seconds, the reason for that was when I was a young man, a late teen. A friend of mine and I were walking down the street at about 5 o'clock in the morning. The sun hadn't quite come up yet. Uh, these cops pulled over and said, what are you guys doing? And the guy that was in, he said, none of your business. Oh. So the cops got out and they took him to one area and me to another area. And then all of a sudden the desk sergeant showed up and they said, Tom, they didn't know me, but they knew my name because yep. they asked. And yep. they said, Tom, you got an option here. Here's what we're going to do. Um, uh, we're going to let you go and just understand uh, that you were not disrespectful and don't get disrespectful. Or... Uh, if you don't want to go and you want to be disrespectful, we'll just beat the hell out of
5: you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they gave me an you option. Know, there was a lesson there. I mean, it was a positive lesson. <laughs> it was. And I took you it with what? me the rest you know, of my let life. Let me tell you something. I, let me say, tell you something. Don Lemon, I, don't, yep. I like him, but I don't uh, agree with many of his policies, but and what he promotes on CNN. But he had... Denzel Washington on recently, mm-hmm. and he got the shock of his life because he was asking Denzel to say some inflammatory things and, and mm-hmm. about how uh, Black Lives Matter and all these things and, the, and to validate the val- the violence. Instead, Denzel looked at me and said, look, Don, I had, three, I had two buddies. The three of us were as close as you can be growing up. Two of them are in prison now. I could have been in prison, too, but yep. I had, the one thing was I had a father. I had a father. We weren't as close as I would like to have been, but I had a father who was teaching me uh, what to do and how to, how to live, and my two friends didn't, and they're still in prison now, and I'm standing before you, Don. And, no, I don't believe that we are all oppressed. I don't believe that we are um, necessarily shortchanged. We've got to, you know, we've got to live good lives ourselves. And then when Don interviewed Morgan Freeman, ask him if he didn't think that the that uh, blacks in general are being deprived by our economy, and Morgan gave him this cold stare and said, no. He says, look at you and me. Yeah. Are we deprived?
0: <laughs> no, they, they, Pat, I talk quite often. I do a morning show as well, and I'd love to have you on the morning show, too, to talk about Can't We Just Be Friends, a Wendy Moten and yeah. her single, written by oh, you. Yeah,
5: boy, that, that song, I wrote it, you know, with Rodney King in mind, and and, uh, and everything that's happening now. And Wendy Moten did such an incredible job with the Black Chorus. And listen, nobody paid them or made them record the song. They feel it. It's their plea. It's their mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just was able to put words to it and music. And so I'm hoping that it's going to help be a little musical bridge across this divide in our country.
0: Well, I, I certainly do as well. I, we were just talking... Uh, A couple of people on the show are are 28 and and 33 years old. We have a daughter, 31. We have a friend that I work with is 29, and we're they are afraid. And I do understand, Pat. You were in the 1960s. You were you were like uh, like near mid 20s. I was nine years old, and I remember being terrified every day in the 60s. Wow, really? In the oh yeah,
5: because that was a time of great unrest and I was writing mm-hmm. songs then yep. for uh, of support for the troops who you know there were those burning their draft cards going off to Canada and 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 I didn't know what the thing in Vietnam I didn't know what justified our troops being there I, mm-hmm. I really didn't but mm-hmm. but I was supporting the troops thousands of American young guys that honored what Uncle Sam wanted them to do and they went there and, and 50,000 of them gave their lives while they were being disparaged back home and I I just couldn't, couldn't put up with that myself. I had to do something. and I got, I got called out for being supposedly uh, supportive of war, and I was not. I even wrote a song after that, right. a great song, which nobody knows. What if they gave a war and no one came? <laughs> and, it, and it's, a, it's a, a terrific song, but uh, nobody has heard it. Well,
0: but it, it, we need to. We do need to hear it. We need to hear. Can't we just be friends? Wendy Moten uh, sings a song. Uh, you wrote the song, Pat. I, I just. Uh, it was such a thrill because my mother adored you. We loved your music when you know when I was a kid. I Still,
5: love her then. Oh,
0: Toots. Her, her nickname was Toots, and she thought Pat Boone was the greatest. And you know what she said <laughs> to me once. I I am so happy. I've never talked to you before, but I remember when I was a little boy. My mother said, I really hope that Pat Boone believes in God. And I said, why Why do you hope that? And she said, because he can sing, he can dance, and he's so damn good looking.
5: <laughs> well, Triple he, threat. He got her wish. I yeah. have I've been strongly a uh, believer, and that's what motivates me really all the time. And I pray for presidents, even if I didn't vote for them. The Bible says I'm supposed to. We're supposed to support those in authority over us because there is no authority except the authority he puts there. Mm -hmm. So I think in terms of the last two presidents, Obama and Trump, we either get what we need or what we deserve, and I think in both cases we got some of both. Yeah, true <laughs> I think that. you're absolutely right there, <laughs> sir. Pat,
0: Please come back, and like I said, I'd love to have you booked on the, on the morning show. I love talking to you. I've always admired you. You're a really, really good person, Pat. Thank you.
5: Well, I try to be, and I thank you guys.
0: Have a good day, sir. Thank you. Bye. I knew not toots, just loved Pat Boone. Oh my God, loved, he's
2: such a wonderful guy. Oh,
0: he's yeah. a very nice guy, isn't he?
1: Yeah, Lindsay saw him at uh, Viva Fresh, uh, Viva Rancho Cantina about five or six years ago. I think Troy Walker was there, uh, a, great, a great entertainer. And he was there just as sort of, I don't know, a guest of somebody's. And was there and sang a song, or a couple hmm. songs. And yeah, very interesting. Very interesting guy. Good guy, good person.
2: Good yeah, person. absolutely.
0: We I need just, more good guys. We do, don't we? We uh-huh. absolutely do. There's no question about it. Great show today. You know, Catherine came in and unloaded on me. Finally got I Finally showed up. Uh, you yeah, know, it was great. Uh, I much come
2: better. in late and then unload on a, you. Unload
0: a <laughs> on me. Jumping
1: yours with I. two
0: feet,
2: <laughs>
1: kicking uh, it
0: around. Uh, <laughs> oh man, this is like three years older than I thought she was. I know. How oh, do you know, you've, Andy? You've, now like two, two years. years oh see that's why i thought you because it doesn't seem like it was that long oh, no, see, yeah. it kind of doesn't actually i know it's like it just doesn't. the fact
2: that fawn is four yeah
0: and Sage is two. it's now. like how
2: what yeah like, just we're born
0: i know it's yeah, absolutely true we
1: met right before i think like three weeks or a month or something before sage was born
0: oh
4: okay. yeah sage had just been born when we like uh, were oh no, so you
0: have I, you were 25 then we first met andy
1: 26. Oh, had
0: you turned 26 already? I think, yeah, you were
4: 26.
0: Something. Something like that.
4: Well, that
0: that is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.